Welcome back to Off the Dope and Out the Crazy House with Anthony Ray. You are now listening to Anthony Ray. As always, you know, I appreciate all of y'all. Hope y'all are right out there. And I know it's been a while, but y'all already know how this works. If you don't, I just, I really just get on here and speak when I, when I feel the need. And I felt the need, so here I am. And I hope y'all are cool out there. I hope. I hope everybody is overcoming. I hope that whoever's out there who who's listening to this, I hope that life's getting better for you. I hope that you're cleaning up your act. And I hope that you're looking at the world clearly. Now, before we get started, I do want to make a quick plug right quick for the project I've been working really hard on, which is nopon.com. That's N-O-P-A-U-N-E. N-O-P. A-U-N-E dot com and that is the clothing line and uh, art line that I've made that encourages everyone out there not to be a pawn in the game of life you know to move in wisdom to wisen up and that's what we're here for just trying to wisen up so even if you don't go buy anything on there if you could just spread the word I appreciate it nopawn.com make your own moves so I want to start off right now by just going over a little bit of information, all right? When I last, well, one of the last times I talked to you, not the very last, but maybe a few segments ago, I I encouraged everyone out there to really think about the times that we live in and how dangerous it is to actually be trying to be a drug user right now, especially a hard drug user. In life right now So I kind of want to go over something with y'all and, um, and see what you think about it So According to the DEA Right I was on their website And no I don't work for the DEA No I'm not a law enforcement None of that stuff y'all I do this because I was just like you And um, Maybe not just like you But Let's say you were worse than me I was on my way to being there as a matter of fact, no lie, y'all, I was this close to starting to shoot up and just just did not do it. So I was really trying to, too. And uh, I'm glad I didn't. So it's just a matter of choices that, that, that I made that might have kept me from rock bottom. True, 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 true rock bottom. I hit my own rock bottom, which was enough, but there's always somebody that's worse than you. There's always somebody who has been through a worse time than you, so I'm aware of that. So, no, I'm just getting this from the website by chance. I was just looking up information, and this is one of the first things that popped up. So, the DA says that Two milligrams of fentanyl is lethal. They're considering two milligrams of fentanyl to be lethal. Now, a milligram, if you don't know, is one one thousandth of a gram. If you break a gram down a thousand times, just one gram, break it into a thousand pieces, one of those is a milligram. 
two of those pieces will kill you. Now to kind of put it into perspective, I tried to find some, like what is, like how big is a milligram if you couldn't picture breaking down a gram a thousand times. Let's just try to put it in perspective. According to one of the websites I went on, a pencil lead, a piece of pencil lead is a milligram. Not even the whole thing, I'm pretty sure. Some people are saying that half of a small mosquito is it actually weighs about a milligram. A grain of sand is actually measured in milligrams. So a grain of sand could weigh more than a milligram. And for and put it this way that a paperclip itself weighs a gram. So when you think about it, a milligram is like a grain of salt. And they're saying that two of those grains of salt could kill you. So there have been mass overdose events uh, around the Miami area. And when that, what they're considering a mass overdose event is where three or more people overdose close to the same time in the same area. And this has happened in three different counties, I believe in around Miami, Florida, in the Florida Florida area, according to the um, website. The CDC estimates that over 107,000 Americans have over, overdosed in the year starting February 1st of 2021 to January of 2022, January, to January the 30th of 2022. 67% of those overdoses were synthetic opioid related. That's a, almost 70%. So almost 7 out of 10 of every overdose has been related to some type of synthetic opioid. In 2021, the DEA, the DEA claims that they seized enough fentanyl to kill every American, to give each American a lethal dose. Um, and of course, to them, a lethal dose is two milligrams. So they 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 say they they seized enough to kill us all. So that's definitely enough to kill the people walking around the street. Four out of every ten pills contain a lethal dose, or potentially lethal dose of fentanyl. Four out of every ten pills is said to potentially contain a lethal dose of fentanyl. And just so that we know, fentanyl is like 50 to 100 times stronger than morphine. And morphine, of course, is known for its power. So, let's go back to those, those numbers of 107,000 Americans overdosed from February 1st, 2021 to January 30th of this year. I'm trying to tell y'all this it's a great time right now to stop. If you are alive right now, I said it before, I said it again, you are blessed. And I... In my mind, I want to have this conspiracy theory to be thinking, why are so many 
dealers putting out drugs that are killing their own clientele, but you know, you start thinking about the government being involved and just all kind of things run through your head, but none of that really matters. What matters is it's there. Even though I might have my ideas or my paranoid thoughts about it, the truth of the matter is it's there. And whoever it is doesn't care about you. They don't care about your life. They don't care nothing about what you got going on. The only person that can care about what you got going on is you right now. You have to care. You have to really sit back and look and go like, what is, okay, let me look at this from a big picture. Even though I might feel like a small fry, I'm part of this big picture. And in this big picture, this is not a good market to be shopping in. It's just not. I, I joke I joke that uh, in the dating market, this isn't a good time to be shopping for a wife or a partner. Right? Not every market needs to be shopped in just because it's cause the cause there's a store there. It's just not a good time. Like sometimes it's not a good time to buy stock or sometimes it's not good to buy a house. The same thing with the drug market. This is a horrible time to be a drug addict. Life in itself right now is kind of a difficult place for everyone. And it's a shame to see what people come to when it comes to trying to survive. Being that we are supposedly programmed to do whatever it takes to survive. Sometimes when it comes to drugs, I do question that though. Because drugs in a way, they turn off that mechanism that actually makes you survive. Drugs make you kind of accept your own death. They make you, uh, they make you kind of, it makes you the largest player in, in your own demise. You know, when you think about knowing that four out of every 10 pills is a possibility that it's fake. When you think about seven out of, almost seven out of every 10 people that overdosed in, in this in the in last year died because of something that, that was laced into the drug that was already there. When you think about the people that are making these drugs right now, the fact that they care more about making the money than they do about the people that they're making the money from, it's, it's just a, it's not about what you want sometimes and what you, and what you, what you're into. It's about being smart. It's about that wise thing. And if anybody out there wants to be wise, this is a great time to begin by going just a bad time to be an addict right now. So that's that. So what do you do once you decide? 
kind of wanted to talk about this, and I didn't, I didn't uh, segue well into this, but I really wanted to kind of talk about a conversation I had with my son, and I often tell him to step outside of what everybody else is doing, you know, sometimes we 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 just follow to our detriment many of us followed other people into doing drugs and you know in those real sad stories what's crazy is that some people who introduce other people to drugs end up quitting and somebody out there who was just doing it because that person kind of coaxed them into it that person never ever stops so what you were doing what you somebody might have talked you into it recreationally and now here you are 10 15 20 years later and you feel like you can't even stop it's it's so i tell my son we just got to think about think about our like think about who you really are I was funny enough whenever I say that question like who are you I think about this time where I was I was I was smoking meth real heavy right and I met this girl and she somehow she looked I guess I didn't look that bad at the time yet but I was man I was zooted I was gone on that myth. I'd been up for days and I was basically kind of scattered brain talking to her about stuff that, that wasn't like calm or chill. I was not really rational at the time. I was trying to remain calm and chill. But I started to kind of get hyper and I remember just feeling like I wanted to tell her about everything I was thinking. And kind of attempting to do it. Like, I mean, I literally asked this girl. <laughs> I asked the girl. I said, "Man, like, if you kill a roach or a bug, I remember asking her, like, is that a, is that, why isn't that a bad thing? Like, I'm asking her all these questions. Now, these ain't questions that I think are bad questions to ask. It was just the timing was just all, uh, and my energy was strange. And she looked at me." She asked me, she said, do you know who you are? And I remember kind of being held back by it, like, like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I know who I am. Well, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to do, but the question, who are you, is a weird question. It's always struck me as strange. Like, do you know who you are is a strange question is what I mean. And the reason why is because we have all been susceptible to so much following in our lives that I think differentiating it is hard, but peep game. Like I asked my son, I asked him, if you, if you didn't have, cause my son told me that the reason why he acts the way he acts is because when he was with his mother, 
He lived in conditions that caused him to hang around certain people, those certain people he was around every day. And really, he just talks like his friend. I had argued with him that I believe that uh, some of the ways that I've even seen some of the kids talking is really reminiscent of other rappers and stuff that I've seen talk. I mean, from the mannerisms down to how they, like, to, to how they formulate words, everything is the same. Then I started to think about even when I was young How we would like to wear the same styles of clothes and stuff We would catch on to trends really quickly I remember trying to find a way to to stand out amongst those people back in the day But every now and again I too was caught in the trends, you know Then I started to think about the women these days who all dress alike, they look alike, they got the same nails and the eyelash things and some of them even talk the same. I I thought about the guys who kind of have the same look too um, with the the certain braid look or the whatever it might be. And I really started to think about it. And I thought, and I told my son, I said, well, son, I understand. I said, but let's say, for instance, if you didn't have any friends, you never had a friend in your life. You didn't know what a friend was, right? You didn't have any circle of people you hung around. What kind of clothes would you wear? If you if you had if you weren't from anywhere, like if you had never grew up where you grew up, how would you talk? If you if you never saw your 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 homegirl throw those nails and those eyelashes on and all that stuff, what would you put on? What would you? How would you express yourself? If you weren't from the area where you were from, how would you move? How would you maneuver? Some people would say, why even ask that question? Because I am from where I'm from, you know, this difficult thought process. But listen, I know some of y'all are getting high when y'all listen to this stuff. Or or some of y'all are coming down when you listen to this stuff. So just consider it to be part of those conversations you have when you get high, you know. Maybe in one of those conversations, maybe in one of them days where you're rolling up a blunt or you're sniffing something off the table or you're chopping something up on a mirror Or whatever it might be At the end of your key You sit back and chop it up with your people And ask them this like If you had never been around people who had a trend You never went to a certain school What would your style be? If you never joined the gang How would you talk? Would would your mannerisms be? My, my my argument would be that they would be quite different Because what I'm asking you to do is Is to figure out Who you Are To figure out When everything stripped away What do you really like If you had never been Been it been introduced to, to to drugs who who underneath that addiction who are you see right now when I was well right now you might be like I was when I was 
deeply into drugs. That's all that consumed my days. I didn't. My mind was focused on street things. Like I was just. And I didn't think about being that way. I was I was going with the flow of it, of it all. And the flow of it all was downhill, of course. So it was going quickly and it was going nowhere except for down. It was going bad. And I thought I was having this great time at one point. That's how sleep I was. And I lost track of myself somewhere in there. My mindset changed. How I viewed myself changed. What I was willing to to be okay with changed. My standards and morals changed. See, when they say you lose yourself, sometimes I, I'll be wishing people would explain it. Like, what is it? Like, quit. Don't just tell people they lost themselves. Like, what does that mean? What does it mean to lose yourself? And 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 what does it mean to know yourself? What does it mean when you find yourself? Do you find yourself? So to me, losing yourself meant that. I no longer actually had a style. I no longer had I no longer had a destination. I no longer had a focus. When you're when you're when you're a you, you kind of want direction. A place to land, uh place to fly towards and when you start to aimlessly roam without a name without a goal without a destination to me that sounds more like a ghost it's almost like the world at first when I did drugs I remember when I first got high I remember feeling like the whole world opened up to me. Everything seemed better. I mean, everything. It seemed deeper. uh, It just did. And then as time progressed, I remember things losing. not, Not that they lost meaning, it's like I I lost some forms of uh, focus. I was kind of floating through it all in the end. And I'm a person that thinks a lot deeply. Whenever I was on drugs, you know, I, I, I take conversations into spirituality and strange questioning and stuff. I'm that kind of person. I start to kind of... I don't know, find answers and stuff, but in real life, the actual life portion, I was no earthly good. I was just floating through life. I lost 
my love for myself not in a narcissistic way but well maybe because I was focused on my pain and my pain only my pains I was focused on feeling good and there's, there is a really a true connection between I believe you know they talk about a narcissist and how they don't and a psychopath or a sociopath and how they they have like a issues with the self and how they view themselves and how they don't really know themselves because they're not really recognizing the things that they're doing and to me that reminds me like I, 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 I've said it before and I do believe there's a there's a connection between psychopathy and drug addiction especially these harder drugs because you become completely immersed in your in 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 and pleasing yourself Sometimes not even noticing destruction that you're leaving behind Like I was telling my son this before As well I talk to him a lot now that he, he's, he's with me And um, Thank God And it's only really fitting that while I'm doing better, he's he's here to see it too. I'm I'm glad that's going down. You know, anything broken can be fixed. It can't be erased, but it can be redirected, fixed. And when we talk I am um sorry I started thinking about about my son real quick and I lost train of what I was saying but um I feel that I slowly started to find out who and and, and, and what I really am and what do I really like and oh that's what it was. I was telling my son that when it comes to working out, because me and him work out like three times a week, right? And oh, I work out with him three times a week. He works out with me three times a week. And whatever else on top of that is just extra for either one of us. Whatever we choose to do outside of that. But three times a week, we work out together. And I was telling him that a majority of human beings on earth a majority of us, y'all, do not know what we look like in our best body. If your body at peak top, your, your body at peak physical condition, very few of us on earth will ever see our bodies at peak physical condition. And many of us believe that, no, when I was young, I was this or that. I don't mean just by naturally being young either. Like even my son right now who's young, has not seen his body at peak physical condition. I was into sports and all of that stuff, but I know that I didn't never saw my body at peak physical condition. Very few people on earth will ever see that, and that's weird to me. It's strange. 
even though it's normal, it's strange that we're gonna probably leave this earth and never know. Cause everybody's talking about being your best version of yourself and all this stuff. And I think sometimes they make it more of a uh, a money grab slash um, I don't know some spiritual mumble jumbo that you can't quite put your finger on type of thought process is, is going with it. It's like something you say, but even just physically. People have never seen the best version of themselves, if that's such, you know, just physically. We don't know what we're really capable of, and it's even worse when you're doing drugs because it's just, you do get a chance as a, the one thing you do get the chance to see as a, a drug addict is you actually get to see the worst that you've ever been in your life. You get to see what you can become going the opposite way. Instead of going up, going down, instead of going forward, going backward. Which is really just forward in the other way, like I said before, it's forward in the wrong direction. Back is forward in the wrong direction. But it's really a shame, you know, that that's what we get the opportunity to see. What's even cool, though, what's, what, what is cool about it, though, if you've been down to the bottom, when you get to the top, it's a much greater story to tell. If it's in your genetics to already be a great specimen physically and you become a little bit better physically nobody really they might not even notice when the rock slightly changes his body type and size the lean body mass you know you can tell if you're into that kind of stuff but a lot of people are like the rocks already big like okay so he worked out a little harder for a couple months okay like He's, still, he's just a big dude. He's just a big muscle guy. You know? But if a guy who was, you know, 60%, you know, 30% body fat turned himself into the rock, you go, wow. Now, what did you do to do that? Because like, it's not even in you. It's, it does, You never, you know, it seemed like it never was you. So. The story that y'all are going to have to tell once y'all overcome what y'all going through, I, I would, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Because, you know, we get a chance all the time to see the pictures of people who, the before and afters of people who got on drugs. Like the pictures they always show you of people who, they're, they're slowly, their slow descent from meth. So you start to see this person change over the course of a couple of years in a few mugshot photos from a, a beautiful young woman into uh, a whole nother person who looks much older and, and, and more 
and, and, and more weathered. And they never show us, though, the opposite. And I don't even say never, but I'm just saying it's not as big as a, of a thing to show us people's overcoming from drug addiction back into cleaning. Like, what do they look like now? Show me the reverse before and after of some people. Those things are inspiring, too. And I'd love to see y'all's one day. Maybe one day open up my email with Anthony Ray at gmail.com. Open up my email and see pictures of people who went from bad to good. People who went from scrawny because they weren't eating and now they're they're running marathons or you know went from running running from the cops to running marathons. You know, went from moving weight to lifting them. Went from wondering where you're going to get your your meals, you know, to maybe providing them for other people. These are things that I really believe you can do. But I feel like you got to look at the bigger picture and you got to remember... Who you are Have you ever really looked at a person Right And when you looked at them You saw the kid in them Everyone walking around Here on this earth Was a kid Or is a kid A child And sometimes I look at people And try to remember what did they look like as a kid? Can I see them? Like what as a kid, okay, I see what type of person. Okay, I see it now. Like and I can see this person as a kid. And not only does it take away some of the awkwardness, but it 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 it, it softens my heart towards that person for a moment. Because I realized like this person at one time was not Threatening at all at, at one point in this person's life They were Vulnerable to it all too And something inside of them Is still that person Some of us have Done a good job of Burying that kid That child inside And It's kind of hard not to When you live in a world Where you gotta get things done or if you live in the, some of the areas where some of y'all live, it ain't nothing funny about it. But if you look at yourself, do you remember the kid in you? Like, who were you? What did you want to be when nobody told you what to do, right? Let's just say nobody told you what to like or, or how to like it. What did you naturally do on your own? 
in your free time, did you just automatically grab a pen and a pencil and start writing? Did you automatically find yourself jumping on a bike and just going all over the world? All over your town, I mean. Were you the kid in the neighborhood that got everybody together? You were the one that started the games. Like, I'm going to go get him, 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 and him, and then we're going to go do this thing. Was that you? Were you that... Were you the person that 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 networked and got and got people together? Who were you before this world fucked you up like it does so many of us? Who were you? Who were you before you knew what cool was? You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like like before you knew what cool. Was when you thought you 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 thought you were just fine. You didn't know you weren't cool. Matter of fact, you were just fine because cool wasn't a thing yet. Not in your mind. Whatever you did was just what you did. Now I know we can't take back our. Innocence You can't regain it Once it's lost It's weird with innocence It's just that type of thing It's a fleeting thing On this earth So you might not be able to be innocent I'm not asking you to be perfect Or, 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 or reborn Or you know Necessarily But because I think you're always going to have those frayed edges and rough spots and dings and bruises which remind us where we've been and what we've been through. But we can try to remember what the mindset was of that innocent person that we once were. We can try to like regain, we can try to get back on the right track. Try to remember that when you was a kid, you yeah, you used to want to be an astronaut or whatever it might have been. Did it really die? Were you just a kid that was tripping? Or did you just stop believing in yourself? Did you just get immersed in the heaviness of life? And you kind of gave up. On you and the things that you really wanted. Do you have to stop? It's so amazing in this in this stories you'll hear from people about. I, I really thought in life that I was I was on the I was so far behind the curve and come to find out I'm pretty a normal story in life, which was you start to get your stuff together as a man around 30s and 40s. Some men don't even like hit their peak into their 50s. And, and and where they figured it out And now they're okay They're stable They got things going on They're okay They're around 40s and 50s So I'm I'm, I'm waking up to, to The way a lot of men have And we screw over our 20s 
And then you start to try to You know Pick yourself up in your 30s sometimes Some of us are much more farther behind But we all got different time frames too But giving up is It's not necessary It's just not necessary So I just want to jump on here just encourage you to just think about that think about those things try to remember who you were or try to figure out what you would be if you didn't have all the influences you had in your life what would you choose to be without their influences on you what if you were the influence and I'm just encouraging you to free yourself and to remember that the drug world don't give a fuck about you. Stop putting all your time, energy, and effort into a bad relationship with the streets. People want to swear that the, when nobody else loved me, the streets was hiring. <laughs> the streets wasn't there for you like that. The streets was waiting for people like you. They weren't, like, open arm to you for no reason. They... They prey on people. You can't wait for another body to swallow whole. Spit them right back out. And just start over again with some new child. Some new person. Just stop investing in this whole life. Just, just slowly stop investing in it. Put too many years into this It don't give you nothing You can't even get a real good partner out of it Like <laughs> It's too much damage So you can't even really be loved out there Like what is the point Life is short I told my son He's 18 I said son you finna be 30 years old you're not finna be 20 or 19. You finna be 30. Like a blur. So when you out there, you think, you what are you finding? You can't even find somebody to truly show you love. And if you did find it out there, you, you're, 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 then you're watching somebody who loves you. Destroy themselves in front of your face And you're helping them do it most likely Because you're doing it too With them And you'll never get a chance to see the person in front of you Be the, 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 the beauty they really are It's sad So please, I hope that you hear me, and I hope that you find some hope in what I said. I hope that you mold this over in your brain, top it up with the people that you chill with, and kind of bring this stuff up and see where it goes. It might not change you today, but maybe it'll be something that one day you're like, you know what, I get it. So, I'm going to leave you alone today. I got
gotta, I don't know, I feel like getting some fresh air or something. But I can't tell you how happy I feel lately, not just happy, it's not always a happy day, but I still struggle with my mindset sometimes and stuff like that, but I'm telling you, I'm I'm glad I'm not doing drugs no more. Can't nobody convince me that I that I that it was better, that it was a better life. Nobody can. When I pass a liquor store, I, I'm disgusted. It makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> I know it's, it's not the same. It's not the same. When I think about all the the brokenness it brought me the people it brought into my life who wished me nothing but destruction pain and misery i don't miss it not not one part of it and i think when you step back and look at that world you realize that you do have power to remove yourself Getting clean is not a, a non-painful process, but neither is getting that way. And getting clean is way more worth the pain than to put yourself through pain for more pain. I'd rather put myself through pain for gain than put myself through pain for more pain. All right, y'all. Much love. You can always uh, hit me up on withanthonyray at gmail.com. Once again, please go check out nopawn.com. Tell somebody about it. That's N-O-P-A-U-N-E.com. I work real hard on it and hope y'all like what you see. And you know, a moment of silence for those 107,000 people who died in the past year. All right, y'all. Y'all take care. Remember what we talked about. All right. Goodbye.